This episode brought to you by iTunes and Apple Podcast Ratings. You know, some say the greatest gift you can give a podcast is your attention, but that's simply not true. There are so many great ways to support horror movie talk that I can't count them all on one hand. You can steal iPhones from family, friends, and strangers, and make sure to toss us a rating before you toss the phone on eBay. You can mercilessly share our podcast on social media until the algorithm determines you are a spam bot. Then start another account and spam share us on that account. You can even give us money through through a thing called Patreon, where we offer you a whole other podcast that's us talking about naughty stuff we wish we could do to the people we love. Seriously, help us grow by any means possible. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk and Happy New Year, an opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Your panel of expert hosts each week are Dr. Bryce Hansen, who holds a PhD in spookology, and Professor David Day, the foremost expert in scare no-nos. New theatrical releases always get priority, but we also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. I'm David Day. I'm Bryce Hansen. And once again, Happy New Year! Hooray! Hooray! In case you're not hungover, that was for you. And um, it's 2020, which means we got a great show for you guys today. I'm very excited for this. What about you, Bryce? So excited. Look at him. He's just, he's quivering with anticipation. Um, you guys should check us out over at our website, horrormovietalk.com. And from there, you can find links to all of our social media. We got YouTube. We got Reddit. We got LinkedIn. We got TikTok. We got the gram. Do, do check out our subreddit. It would, uh, it, if you want to talk about stuff, that's a good place to do it. Another place to do it is on Twitter and Facebook. That's where we're most active. We do post new episodes every single Wednesday. So make sure to subscribe and leave us a rating on apple Podcasts because baby it helps out the show a whole lot baby let me tell you little babies you go you head on over you 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 head on over to some family function i'm really sad that this came out the morning of new year's and not new year's eve because you had just so many chances last night if you have some some semblance of a family or get together well actually the episode will probably be released at you know, twelve oh one. Oh shit! So, oh yeah. So you if still you download it the instant it goes live. You're yeah. still probably hanging out with family. You'll still get my pitch to give us the ratings on Apple, iTunes, iOS podcasts, etc. Give us that. It helps us grow a lot. We've got a great show for you today. Today we will be talking about 2019 and 2020 and all the movies therein. And uh, oh, I thought we were talking about the news program 2020. Oh, yeah, no, that's uh that's really hardcore dead now, isn't it? Oh. Uh, I think actually I think it's no, still it's still going. It's still going. It's just no one watches Did it. Did you ever no watch that TV when you were a kid? Oh my god, all the time. Oh man, are, are you, you always, kidding? I was Hugh Downs and Barbara Walters. There was a sweet spot where my mom was like, "Let's watch 2020." And I would go along with it and be like, "Yeah, let's watch. We're going to oh, we're going to stay up late and watch 2020, ma." And uh and then, you know, and then that was lost forever. That that because your mom died. Right. right. No, she didn't. She's still with us. Uh, so <laughs> you sound sad about that. No, I'm just it's sad that you that you talked that way about my mom being dead. Oh, okay. We'll start the show today by going over our expectations for the year uh, for the year of 2019 that we had way back 12 months ago. I can't believe it's been one year. 
since uh, it turned into 2019. Uh, we will then take a deep dive into the movies we hated from 2019. And after that, we will be talking about the best movies that we reviewed in 2019. Uh, we will also talk a bit about which episodes treated us the best and which episodes the audience apparently had no time for at all. I will tell you right now. This don't, 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 don't no, say it. No, no? Mm -mm, okay. don't right. just leave it alone. Okay. We will also uh, be talking about what we are most excited about uh, in terms of horror movies and movies in general for 2020. And we will end the, end the show with our New Year's resolutions. Yeah. And I can tell you, I've got uh, I've got a, a couple big ones coming up. Big resolutions is one to double the energy on the microphone because you are life changing, like, eclipsing me right now. Life changing resolutions coming up, <laughs> Rice. Okay. I'm talking. I'm talking. Talking surgical procedures. <clears throat> I'm talking all kinds of wacky shit. Mm, okay. Just crazy crap. Um, so let's get into, uh, let's, let's give you guys just a little, little taste. Let's give you a little taste of, of the show. Our expectations for, uh, horror movie talk at the start of 2019. Bryce, do you, did, do you recall where your mind was at back, way back in the day? I think our first episode of horror movie talk in, in 2019 was on Bird Box. Right. Where was your mind at around the Bird Box release? I mean, Bird Box was a huge success. Yeah. For us. Yeah, it was. Compared to what we did before. And, uh, I mean, right now it's at like 250 something, I think. So back then it was probably like 50 downloads or something. Yeah. The, the day of. So... It was, I think, I think back then our goal was, okay, I don't know if we, we thought about it in yearly goals, but we were thinking about the next benchmark yeah. for us was going to be like a hundred downloads within the first 45 the days. The first 45 launch. days. Yeah. Cause like the ultimate, um, that we still, I don't know how, how detailed do you want to go into? Yeah, not, ve not very detailed. I don't want to go real far into numbers. Suffice it to say, we're, <coughs> we're pretty close to where I, that first goal is for me, that 500 downloads within the first 45 days of launch. There are some, there are some episodes that hit that handily. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're, we're doing way better than we did last year. Oh my God. It's like, when we when I published the uh, the Spotify year in review yeah. statistics, it's all like you grew by nine hundred and ninety nine percent everywhere. <laughs> Everything is is better by like a hundred percent percent. So you got nowhere to go but down. Yeah, no, I remember I remember being still like it's strange. I can't say that my my mindset throughout horror movie talk has ever changed very much because it's always been excitement, right? And uh, and the numbers going up has always been a part of that. Um, but yeah. but in in the start of 2019, I don't. I remember I had passed a few hurdles at that point. Like in 2018, I had gone. I had in my head, I'd been like, well, when the show started, I was like, well, this could be a fun thing that we do for a little while. Uh -huh. And then it quickly became 
no, we're I'm in this. Like we're doing that. This is a long term thing. And then there were a few bumps where I was like, can I like what? Like, what does that look like? You know, it was like questioning Mm -hmm. that. And then I think in, in like at the start of 2019, I was bought in like I was I was like, this podcast is going to happen whether or not it becomes successful. Right. For a long, long time for me because I because I need it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I'm the same way. After the first, you know, three months or so, we're still kind of figuring it out. And then by 2019, it felt like, okay, we're in, we've developed a machine now. Yeah, we've got, we've got it down kind of. It's going on to where we, we have a strategy for like a contingency plan if, if we can't do an episode. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll be, we got some episodes in reserve and then we find we never use those episodes. Never. Never. Ever. Yeah. Because we it's, just do this every week. Yeah. Like clockwork. It's harder to it's harder to use the ones in the box in the bag. Yeah. It's it's because then you got to like replace it. Right. And double up on your work the next week. Right. At least that's the way I feel about it. Right. And I think we might have always kind of over. (laughs) I mean, we're really planning for like a major life changing event event for one of us. We did use it quite a bit in the summer. This summer, we actually we took a a firm like month or month and a half off where we didn't really didn't really do too much. Did we? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did. You know, I think, but uh, one thing, just kind of looking back through through 2019, I think the show seems to be best when we review movies that we love. Like, yeah, it's just it's just so like, man, you put like escape room in front of me, and I'm just like, okay, <laughs> all right, this is fine. And uh, but but if you give me, you know, American Psycho, I'll make it the best show ever. Yeah. I mean, I think the the one notable thing is is that every month this year, with the exception of maybe two and and uh, December being the exception too, is that yeah, every month we've beat our download numbers. We'll come close this month, I think, but I don't. We'll think come we'll close, break but it. Uh, yeah, we had a really good November. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, I think, I think I think there may be a seasonal thing going on there too. Yeah, I mean, it used it, last year we were still like in the beginning stages of growth, and so people were just stumbling into us still. Yeah. So it was hard not to get more downloads. But I think we're entering a stage where we'll be able to see seasonality, and yeah. it's not going to be just you know that. And we've had some setbacks in terms of discoverability. Um, yeah, Google slapped the shit out of us. Do you realize that a lot of our pages fell off the SERPs completely? Like, uh, okay, so so a big part of what we do here at Horror Movie Talk is we maintain the website, horrormovietalk.com as well. And a big part of the reason for that is the money that we use to support the show comes from, you know, stuff on the website, like like the Amazon links. So, you know, if somebody wants to read a, ver- a review of Silent Night, Deadly Night, and then watch the movie, they can through the link on, on our website. Well, man, a lot of those have just fallen completely off of Google. I'm talking off of page 30, you know, just gone. Yeah, so like our... 
the organic traffic to our site is more than halved. I think it's like, what would that be? Quarter? It'd be like, if you, it's like a fifth of what it was. Yeah. And uh, it just had to do with a kind of an algorithm update with Google and some some search features that highlighted our website were removed and just our traffic is a lot lower. And so we're trying to kind of climb back. So that's like the major goal for 2020 is to claw our way back up. Yeah. And organic it's results. Just, just really rough starting in October and then just uh, plummeting. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on exactly. Yeah, I like, mean, there's nothing. I mean, we're... Do we go we back work, and update those old posts? We work in SEO, so, like, we know what we're doing, and there's nothing, like, completely terrible that we would get slapped by Google. SEO is search engine optimization, for those of you who yeah. might be wondering. And uh, SERPs is search engine results yeah. pages. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> and uh, so... I mean, we'll work on it. We've been we've been trying to improve the website and and seen a little bit of ramp up, but it's still nowhere near it was. Yeah, it's before. coming back a little bit, but anyway. But yeah, I think even that has like affected download numbers. Um, but what has affected download numbers even more is HMT fans sharing the oh, podcast, yeah. and even people that we didn't know just all of a sudden show up and endorse the podcast, leave a review, or share the podcast on social media and say you guys need to listen to these guys they're they're like a you know diamond in the rough yeah it's crazy which is great the amount of coincidences like that that have ha, ha, that have been happening to me have been ramping up tremendously like i have a, an old buddy who i've i've recently you know um we've started hanging out more and uh and he's like He's like, oh, I um, I was having dinner with this this person who who writes horror stuff, horror movies, and uh, oh yeah, and she listens to your show. I uh, I was like, you know these guys, this podcast, and she had you, yeah, she had subscribed to your show. I was like, what? What are you talking? Really? Just some stranger that you know, some stranger to me that is a friend of yours, just randomly also listen to the same podcast that I. And he's like, yeah, so. Uh, Pretty crazy stuff. I tell you what, I did not expect in 2019 was to have a dude as cool as Dustin Goebel providing us with unique artwork once a week for our posts. I think this is one of the most impressive things that HMT has garnered. So you guys should check out Dustin at, at D-G-O-E-B-E-L-0-0 on Instagram because he has been supporting us with his awesome art for months now. And he's become a real friend to both of us. And, uh, he gives, uh, he gives freely of, uh, we give freely of our time to you guys, our listeners, and he gives freely of his time to us. So thank you very much, Dustin. Yeah. That's, I, I mean, that's really that's added the, to the podcast. It's, it, it makes, it almost makes the Google thing a total wash to me because right. it's like, <laughs> well, fuck you, Google. Like I, like this guy, this guy is producing crazy cool artwork. Yeah. And we've had, uh. Listeners submit blog posts too. Yeah, I mean, just um, there's a there's a good support network of our of our listeners that really let us know that that they care about what we're doing and they want to support us. Yeah, whether it's monetarily or through their own efforts or through just encouragement. Yeah, and it's a 
I'll tell you what, it really is encouraging. It makes, it gives me free energy, you know, in my life and to continue on with the podcast. So I'll put this out there one more time. If, if you would like to write for horror movie talk, um, if you'd like to produce blogs for us, you can do that. We do accept those. And so if, uh, if that sounds like something you would like to do, write about horror movie, or horror movie adjacent stuff, then, you know, uh, contact us either on Facebook or on Instagram or Twitter or something like that. And, uh, and we'll set something up for you. Have a pretty easy little sheet that you can, uh, that you can reference, but we have had quite a few people, uh, produce blogs for us. And yeah, we certainly do appreciate that. And I think Keith is working on one right now. So you guys stay tuned for that. I think it's on the new grudge. Does that sound? Yeah, he was, yeah, I think he had something on the grudge, uh, re- American remakes of Japanese horror. Yeah. So he, he does really great write-ups. Man, yeah, yeah. But Keith Keith is, is, is not in no in no small part responsible for uh for a lot of our our success in Google uh, originally. Um producing those big old blogs just getting us ranked up there for the Pet Cemetery original versus remake. So yeah. thank you, Keith. We certainly appreciate you and all the other blog blog writers as well. Um, let's move into movies we hated in 2019. Ah, the French. Oh, so, I thought you were gonna play. Yeah, both of those um, drops showed up early in the year. So, I have I have a list of the, I mean, the list of the movies that we hated reviewing, or that we hated while we were reviewing, is one. But also, we should just say, begin the list with the worst of 2019, in okay. terms of new movies. Yeah, so my post for this episode goes over just the movies that were released in 2019. But but we're right now we're going to be talking about anything we okay. reviewed in 2019. Right. Just FYI. Okay. So, um, okay. So you just want to do all of them then, not separate out the 2019 ones. Oh, um, yeah, we can. Let's see here. Only I've got, two of I've these. I've got like the the bottom three of 2019 for me. So only two of mine. So let's just do let's just do them. Anything we reviewed in 2019. I'm gonna. What's the one you hated hated uh, the least? Let's go least to most. Least to most hated. Yeah. Out of all of well, you you do yours because I gotta edit my list. Now. Okay, so I I f- did not like the prodigy. The prodigy came early in the year, and it and it felt like it was setting a bar. And the prodigy, I didn't like that it was good enough to technically squeak by with a five. It just felt like such a fucking nothing to me that that I just wanted it to be like a two or a one, and uh, and it wasn't that bad. It just um, it just felt just void of any any anything good or fun and so uh and i think that was that was the i think that was the episode that we had eric wergler from my brothers and i on the first time yeah yeah he was on that was the first time he was on yeah i just that movie just bummed me out i think i use prodigy now as the The benchmark for completely average yeah it's like 
but it's had, it had nothing exciting about it at all. But it's average, like with a vengeance, you know. Right. Like it's so it's so average that it makes me fucking angry that it's <laughs> that it exists. Yeah, um, I think up there with just completely average, but towards the side of disappointment was the Curse of La Llorona. <sighs> oh my god, that's on my list as well. That one was. Just a disappointment, especially from just a how promising movie. the trailer was. That that scene that it showed, oh yeah, in the trailer was so promising, and that was the only, only good scene good in the whole scene movie. In the whole movie, it was so oh. it was so deep into the you know spooky house of spooky. <laughs> like, let's look. Let's cut to. The world's most green and slimy feeling hospital. You remember that just the same way I do. It's like, you know, it's a horror movie. So the lights have to be flickering. There has to be like a yellowish, sick green tint to the lighting. And um, the, the ghosts have to look a certain way. It's it was jump scares happen in this sequence. And then this many fake outs and uh, okay, we made a horror movie. It was such an obvious cash grab. Like it was such a like a oh 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 at the end of it, let's uh let's somehow is there some way to tie this into the conjuring? Because if it's part of the conjuring universe, that'll draw, you know, at least plus twenty five percent. The connection was this priest knows about a doll. That was it. <laughs> Man, it was such a fucking it was such a fucking sad excuse for a cash grab and it was just uh, yeah, it and just then, didn't it just didn't work at all. And then some people some so someone came on one of our posts this year and was like, "I can't believe you like this legitimately great movie like Terrified, but you don't like this really really bad movie L- Curse of La Llorona. Like, what are you guys trying to pull here? Like, some people legitimately love the movies that we hate. Do you realize that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's fine, too. It's a matter of taste. But it is. It, it was funny, that review, he's like, I'm, I'm really... I don't want people to be dissuaded from seeing great movies like Curse of La Llorona like, from what these guys say. Buddy. It's like, eh. Dude, I'm sorry. Like it, yes, taste is a thing, but also taste is a thing, right? Like you can, you can have taste that is bad. Like you can have bad taste. Yeah. And just the, just looking at the Conjuring movies, it's like a slide down into the mediocre. Yeah. Yeah. It started out out strong. Starts out good. And then just all these sequels and spinoffs just really dilute yeah. Any magic that they had yeah. with those movies. Yeah, I agree with you. Curse of La Llorona was on mine as well. Greta is another one that early in the year, I see why there might be a seasonal slump with horror movies because because it's kind of a hellscape between January and April is just a bunch of there's just a bunch of garbage horror movies that weren't good enough for primetime summer, you know, that are that just man, Greta was such a such a just a nothing i and it looked so cool they smashed me in the face with the trailer for so long i was like this is gonna be fucking crazy and then it turned out to be just just a lady kidnapping a girl with some boo box and thrown in yeah and uh it really made me lose respect for um 
what's her name? The younger one? The younger one. Oh, what's her name? Uh, Chloe remember. Grace Moretz. Oh, yes. Moretz. She's just not that great of an actor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, she, I saw her in this and then um, the miseducation of something, something. Yeah. This one where it was like a conversion therapy camp kind mm. of thing. Yeah, yeah. Movie. There's two of those this year that, that I saw. Or maybe it was last year. There's there's a um, there's the miseducation of Emily or of something post, and then there's a boy forgotten or something like that or boy erased. Yeah, boy erased. I remember you saying you like that movie. And boy erased was really great. Yeah. And the one with Chloe Grace Moretz was very mediocre, and I mean, mostly due to her acting chops just aren't really there. Like you, she's got like the kind of face. She's so unique she, looking. She's, she's like her acting style doesn't tell you anything about what's happening inter- internally. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, I was affected by Greta and it. Greta. That it's just like, I don't, it was such a it was such a nothing. Like it, Greta's making me angry right now because I can't even come up with anything interesting to say about it. It's 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 so it's it's just fucking nuts. It's just like the prodigy. It's just nah. It's just right. It's just mayonnaise. We do have mayonnaise. a giant poster from Greta though. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we sure do. Um uh what what was another one uh for you? Um, another real disappointment was scary stories to tell in the dark. Holy shit, man. Like we gave it a six and I stand by that. I do stand by that six because this is an entry level PG 13 movie for kids. Yeah. But they, they did it to themselves by doing the nostalgia grab and not doing it any justice at all. Yeah. I think, uh, a lot of these movies, especially looking back at like the scores we gave out, um, there are some of them that I would definitely revise, and I think I, I can't remember what I gave Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. It was probably a five. It was a disappointment because there was so much hype for it, and it it felt like it could be really good, but it was just hard meh. Um, the, you know the thing. I mean, it's kind of interesting because we don't review like v, straight to VOD. Like we don't review the worst movies typically right and those aren't what's going to hit theaters i mean we did review thanks killing though <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> but uh but you know if it's going to hit theaters it's probably it's probably going to be at least a four or a five you know except for these two <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, um my my uh you know Top of the worst. Yeah, here we go. Um, so second from worst is probably, yeah, I'm going to make a decision that 47 meters down on Caged mm. was was pretty bad. You really disliked that. I did not bother me nearly so much. It was an average movie to me. It was so dumb. And the the things that worked were so far apart. There's a couple like. What are you talking about? Their goofy... asses were in every shot. <laughs> there was a couple like really goofy shark scares that it was like ah. A little, a little taste. A little taste of that. Oh Jesus. <laughs> um, that's so. That's what the shark kept saying. He's like, hey, 
little, little taste. Give me a little taste. <laughs> um, but I mean, I'm not a big fan of monster movies in general, and this one was just really not great. It yeah. was it was dumb to the point of distracting, and not like leaning into the schlock. It was like an earnest effort to. Yeah. I, I, it's just sad. Just imagine the amount of effort that went into making that film yeah. and how not worth it was. <laughs> not worth it it was. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a great movie. I, I didn't have such a bad time. You mentioned monster movies, and I actually kind of regret that we never got to review Crawl. Yeah. That was on our uh, little bit of a hiatus there in the summer, and we just missed it. And a lot of people have said that's one of the best movies of the year. And and yeah. in fact, we have a patron, I think Dan, uh, who keeps on being like, you guys need to watch Crawl. And uh, and then our our buddy Eric Lee over at Scariest Things, that's made top of his list. And although yeah. they are a more monster oriented guys over there, so yeah, I think Crawl. There's a couple movies that we didn't see this year that I felt bad about not seeing. One was Crawl. And the other was um, that foreign one that's on the top of all the lists. It's kind of, it's not. Well, can you hear that? Yeah, it's my kids. Screaming. Wow, they're screaming. Yeah, they always are. Um, Parasite. That's the other one that we, mm-hmm. we didn't see. Yeah, that yeah, we yeah. probably should have. Um, that's on a lot of top of lists. Yeah, yeah. Um, my least favorite one. <laughs> Yeah. Well, this is this is of new movies. Yeah, 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 I, I, yeah. I, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. My least favorite one of the year from in theaters was Escape Room. Oh, what? I really dislike Escape Room. No, you didn't. It was so dumb. No, was, you didn't. You. I disliked it. Go back and listen to the episode. You don't say that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Thinking about it is unpleasant. Right. Yeah, like my memory of the movie is, is I can't believe you're not mentioning Tusk. Although oh, you did, well, yeah. I mean, out of out of all the movies reviewed, like the bottom bottom is yeah, like yeah. Tusk is the absolute worst. What a garbage show! What a gigantic piece of shit you did, Kevin Smith. Yeah, God damn it! I can't believe I can't believe he's like talks about it sometimes. Right. I'd want to forget that ever happened. Yeah, it's uh, it's real bad. Everything about that's embarrassing to me. And then, I mean, this one I I barely even count because it's such a throwaway episode for us. Literally, it felt like we were just like we have to get rid of the uh, we have to it's get the rid most of... talked about throwaway episode ever. Yeah, is Dead Night. Yeah, Dead Night's yeah. probably the worst movie. We've ever reviewed. No, think, no, no, no. Spiral was the worst movie we ever. Yeah, they're although they're close. Dead, no, Dead Night was a close. They second um, boy. Dead Night and Spiral, both of them are maybe the worst movies I've ever seen, and that includes like student made movies, like high school student made movies. You know, <laughs> I, it's. I am so sorry. What was his name? Matt, Matt Clark, I think. Um, something, yeah, Clark. something like that. Joe yeah. Clark. Joe Clark made Spiral. Sorry about that, buddy. Sorry, dude. I was just. We'll be excited to review your next movie. Um, oh, oh. Uh, for me, 
I don't know, man. There was not a much bigger disappointment than Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead was fucking so stupid. I, f- I just felt the time falling off of my body and just like, I'm entering the grave slowly watching Pumpkinhead. And I'm so sorry that eight-year-old you loved it or whatever, but grow up and admit that your taste was shit when you were a little kid. You were a little kid. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, baby. I didn't mean to hurt you like that. But pumpkin hits bad. Um. Okay. So should we go into our favorite movies? Yeah. Here? Also, Rare Exports was a fucking waste of time as well. I uh, did not like that movie. You hated that. I think it was good. Yeah. Okay. So here is um. Here, how am I going to enter this? The movies we loved in 2019. <laughs> the French. That seems to be appropriate. That's probably our most used drop, mm-hmm. probably of all time, aside from you pasting me all over the place as a pedophile. I am not. Movies we loved in 2019. I'm going to do this um, kind of chronologically accordingly. Okay. Um, so Bird Box was, uh, that was a 2018 movie, but like I said, we were, it was the first movie that hit in uh, in 2019 that we reviewed. Yeah, we both really liked it, and it was surprising because um, it got a lot of attention, mm-hmm. but then with that lot of attention, a lot of people in the horror community disliked it. Yeah. Yes. It's some sort of like, if it, if it's normalized or if normies like it, then I can't some sort of thing. I mean, I was kind of surprised when I went back to the score cause we gave it, I gave it a nine, which is, I mean, that's about pretty much as high as I'll go without dubbing it a, a classic for yeah. all time. Yeah. Um, so that might not, I might like, uh, have faded. It might've faded my memory a little bit more since then. Cause nine seems a little high for it, but it was a very, very good movie. Yeah. I had a great time watching it and, uh, and I think it deserved to do well. And I, I think it, it was well constructed, like the developed the world really well. Yeah. The acting was superb in it. Never showed the monster. I, which I fucking respect so much. Like, don't ever show the monster if you're going to commit to that. Right. So it was it was really good. Um, and that was kind of a turning point for the podcast. Like, we got a lot of downloads and listens to that one. Yeah, we did have a lot of uh, response, like on social media. We, right. we had actual interaction for one of the first times ever. Um, yeah. And yeah. that was that was pretty cool. And then uh, and then like in uh, February, I think we reviewed Sleepaway Camp, which is. Yeah, just I mean, it may be our it may be it's one of our best episodes for sure. Yeah, that's there's a couple times where we delve into the classics yeah and movies that i felt like well we need to do this and there's still several like egregious yeah holes yeah in movies that we've there's so many movies it's hard to get to them all we haven't done a nightmare on elm street yet right yeah we haven't done any friday the 13th friday 13th um made up for it in halloween's though yeah but uh yeah sleepaway camp is better than they say it's just such a delight. It's just perfect. Yeah. And and we had to temper our our score a little bit because because there is an element of it's bad enough to be good to it. Right. So you have to like kind of reflect that in the score, but I cannot overemphasize 
how joyful this movie is. Yeah, because as far as like slashers go, it's, you know, it's as boring as all the other ones <laughs> in terms of like, <laughs> all right, now a faceless, you know, hand with a knife kills some people like, OK, all right. But it's wrapped in this ridiculous, kitschy. Yeah. Like 80s time capsule. Yeah. Short shorts, balls hanging out the bottom. Yeah. And it gave us that, and it gave us maybe our most prolific drop. Do you want to, uh, do you want to find and play oh. the Sleepaway Camp drop? We had several, but this is yeah, probably our favorite. Yeah. It was an accident. Well, what was the, uh, what was the, what, what's the one that you won't stop playing? Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, well. Oh, uh, you're, you're so uh, coy. The, Look at you. Uh, Tickle. Your nickel? No, that's no, not, not it. Not that one. So we're just gonna go through um, all of them now. I don't know if I even have it here. Oh, oh well, that's a nice change of pace. God damn! Look at those hot children. It was obviously an accident. I mean, the boy might have got scared and panicked, right? That could be a logical explanation. So it was one of those fluke accidents we could not have foreseen, and that is all there is to it. I don't know. It was an accident. I that uh, that sound clip was an accident, Bryce. Uh-huh. I got to right. tell you. Right. Uh, a lot of consternation from David from from that sound clip. Not for so, a long time until people started reaching out to me and telling me this is not a good look. So, so are you this. a pedophile? No. Money down. I just. I mean, <laughs> if you go to the sleepaway camp episode, it's just David opining about boy penises in those shorts. A little, a little taste. <laughs> Uh, so sleepaway camp was an instant classic for both of us we both loved it i loved creep show a lot i don't think you were such a fan of creep show no it was all right i tell you what uh terrified was uh, and is to this day still maybe one of my favorite movies of all time like terrified is so good at what it does which is just scare like it's not it's so simple yeah yeah, Terrified was really good. Um, I didn't like it as much as you did. Um, one one movie, if we're going chronological, that you skipped over that is one of those movies that I feel is good because it stuck with me. Like, I still think about it okay. a little bit, but I can't put my finger on, like, why I necessarily like it more than others is Piercing. Piercing was like a really interesting one to me. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It. It. Uh, you should. Re- you've never seen uh, Blue Velvet, have you? No. You should really watch Blue Velvet because that it was basically an homage to Blue Velvet. Yeah. Um, that one was really good. And then the another one that I liked, and I don't think you did at all, <laughs> was Brightburn. Oh, Brightburn! I thought was Brightburn was pretty effective. So dumb. It was just so dumb to me. I uh, like they're just it was just worthless. See, I thought it it went it went much further than I thought it would have gone. It did exactly what I thought it was going to do. Mm. Yeah, maybe that's just because it completely met your expectations. Like, ah, okay, but to me, it went a couple steps beyond in some places. I was like, geez, there is so much that could have been done there that wasn't. And in terms of like horrific bullshit that, you know, I mean, you want to talk about, you know, I mean, because it's something I've read a million times, you know, comic book character gone bad. And it's like, okay, well, how bad can that go? And as it turns out, 
real, 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 real bad. Like, it could go real bad. Yeah. Much worse than that. I think since Brightburn, there has been not a movie, but a show that's eclipsed it in terms of this genre of bad superheroes. Oh, yeah. You mentioned this. The you Boys like is the... really the good. The Boys! <laughs> Where is it? Um, that one's from that yeah, that's clip from is from Spiral. Spiral. Yeah. That was from 2018. Um, yeah, the boys on Amazon Prime is really good, and it's written. It was based off the comic book written by Garth Ennis, which I know yeah. you're a big fan of. Yeah, Garth is is a great man. Um, you know the movie that, I, and I said this in the review, but like Doctor Sleep was was the movie that Brightburn should have been like in my, that was, it was epic. It was, it was superpowers. It was fucking horrifically disturbing. Like the bad guys in Dr. Sleep were so evil. Um, I loved it. Uh, I loved Kuso. I'm so, <sighs> oh man, the, the talk about like expectations versus reality. Like I expected to be so fucking horrified by Kuso just because everything I'd read about it was like, this is the most disgusting movie you'll ever see in your entire life. Good luck getting through this. And I was just like, I don't like that kind of stuff. I watch it and it's one big long fart joke and like squelching and like herpes everywhere. And, and it was just a hilarious good time for me. And you had a terrible time. I with hated it. it. Well, I mean, we watched that and then Tetsuo. Yeah. The Iron Man. And, it was just a very, very uncomfortable week that week. Yeah, you were, we were fit to a, be tied. Uh, I mean, definitely between those two, Kuso was the more enjoyable out of them. But it was just so uncomfortable. It was like that. It was like an art house movie designed to make you feel gross. And in that, I love it, it. succeeded. I love it. It was like. But in terms of like a movie like that was enjoyable to watch and be entertained by. It was really bad. Okay. Like, so was- no. So, okay. Here, here's a, here's an apt ex- description of Kuso. Okay. Rob zombies, your director. Okay. And he's making a movie specifically to air on adult swim. <laughs> all right. And all the violence that he wants to perpetrate on the screen the 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 um the what do you call it the the people who tell you what you can and can't put that editors the producers are like no man no no that horrific violence replace all that with buttholes anything anytime you want to like stab somebody in the face just put a butthole there and make it fart a lot like you know the way i, I think of it the, <laughs> the way i think of it is like you know those movies in the 80s where it was Uh, like the Jim Henson puppet labs where it's like labyrinth. Yeah. Where it's like, it feels like it's gross and slimy and there's oil on these gross puppets and stuff. Yeah. And how it made you feel like, Ooh, I love that. Gross. I love it. It was just that. (laughs) Just like amplified. Just that sheen. Yeah. So yeah, I loved Kuso. It was, I did not like Kuso. Here's one, uh, I, I, man, I thought The Dead Don't Die was maybe one of the best movies of the year. Yeah. Like, yeah, I loved it. And it did not get any love. Right. I, I'm shocked by how 
it's still a sleeper. Yeah, a lot of people did not like. Um, we were both in agreement that we both loved it. It was amazing. Like it was a real fun time in the theater, and I think just what they were going for worked for us. Yeah, but it fell flat for a lot of other people, and you know some of the criticisms were like. Oh, it's been done, been done better in other zombie movies. I'm like, I don't it's think not. it has. I mean, fair. We also reviewed Dawn of the Dead mm-hmm. this year, yeah. and it was definitely an homage to Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. In terms of like, um, being a commentary on commercial commercialism. Yeah. Uh, but it's a completely different thing. Like. Commentary on it had so much new, fresh, interesting takes on stuff. It was so meta, and it was like meta of meta. And okay, Chloe Savini, Bill Murray, Adam Driver, Tom Waits, Danny Glover, um, fucking Steve Buscemi, Steve Buscemi, uh, um, Iggy Pop, uh, Tilda Swinton, Tilda Swinton, RZA, um, like, uh, oh, 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 um. What's the guy's name uh, who d- who did that song, the country song? Oh, uh, Sturgill Simpson. Sturgill Simpson. Like they just had they had stars coming out the ass for that thing. Oh, uh, Selena Gomez. Yeah, like it was crazy. Probably probably the best thing that they did in that movie that <laughs> was kill Selena Gomez. Yeah, just beheading like, her. Yeah, I uh, was. It was amazing. The whole movie, I just loved it. If you have not seen The Dead Don't Die and you want a good meta horror comedy, like, it may be one of the best. Yeah. I think it might have been a little too slow for people or just too It's not dry. Yeah, it's not exactly a... It's not like a fun ride, no. necessarily. No. But if you sit If you want a fun and- ride, go see Zombieland too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I think uh, the dead don't die was one of the best of the year. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. Speaking of the best of the year, do you think do you think Midsummer was maybe the best of the year? Are we gonna? Are we gonna I'm gonna say it's a tie. Like I know where you're going with this. Uh, I, I'm gonna say the it's other a, meta tie was Midsummer was fantastic. Yeah. But I had real high expectations because it's Ari Aster, yeah. which did Hereditary, which mm-hmm. is like one of the few 10 out of 10s that I've given on the show. Um, but the surprise hit for me. Oh, yeah. Just, just totally like out of left field. Blew me out of the water. I was had such low expectations for Ready or Not. Yeah, same here. I looked at that and I was like, okay, this is like... Yeah, it's like it's like film studios look at all right. What's a child's game and or a child's rhyme that we haven't done a horror movie about? <laughs> uh, let's see, we haven't done hide and seek in a while. Um, yeah, so we could do chess. No, that, no chess. No, we that was twenty years ago. We did that one about. No, that's that's too complicated. People people are intimidated. By oh, chess. checkers, checkers. Uh, I don't. Do, do kids play checkers anymore? I don't know. Nah, not since that computer solved the game. <laughs> how about how about hide and seek? Well, I think we've got a hide and seek in already. But what's the thing that they say when they count oh, down? Oh, ready or not? Ready ooh, or not? Ooh, I just see dollar signs. Um, 
So, I mean, I, I looked at that. The trailer was like, ugh. Yeah, the trailer was goofy. The title was goofy. But, man, uh, just smart, well-written script, really well-acted. Yeah. Uh, just uh, Samara Weaving was incredible. She, in is, she, she is the next Scream Queen. Yeah, she was where the first time that I've understood, like, oh, that's what a Scream Queen is. That's like, what that is. That's like, I want to watch her scream. Right. Like that. Yeah. I just, I want to see her in movies where she's just completely off the deep end frightened. Dude, and, and like a female empowering movie, <laughs> right? A, a movie about, you know, a badass girl who kicks some ass the whole way through. Yeah. And it's pretty subtle in its like feminism. Yeah. And uh, it's not. That's over- how I like my feminism, Bryce. <laughs> subtle. <laughs> where it belongs a little little taste (laughs) but it's not it had like a really good kind of social had some social messages in there that weren't like over the top um you know didn't didn't focus too much on them um yeah it wasn't preachy i never felt uh upset and then the ending was out of left field and hilarious and shocking and uh yeah some people didn't like the ending but i i could not imagine a better way to end it another one like the dead don't die just a just this i mean it will go down as one of the best meta comedy horrors you know right there with cabin in the woods and dale and tucker and like all of uh you know Shaun of the dead like it 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 is maybe the best you know right uh yeah samara weaving was just wonderful, gorgeous, and yeah. uh, just a really great actress. Yeah. Lots of great, like, moments. But Midsummer, though, look, I've Midsummer never... Midsummer is definitely one that... I've never experienced back, a movie like Midsummer yeah, before. Yeah, it sticks with you. It is... There's so much of that movie that I remember vividly. And, and it was so strange because the whole movie... Is a is mimicking a drug trip for the audience, <laughs> and so it's it's like this constant like things are real, but are they? And what's that eyeball in the background? Like why are things like dilating in a strange way? And and then the story is just um, it's extremely compelling. Yeah. Um, we should reach out to uh, I mean not you know we should do our our. Once an episode, reach out to our our boy in Sweden, Magnus, and uh, you know, tell, it's Magnus. Have you ever been sucked into a uh, <laughs> into a pagan cult in the uh, in the backcountry of Sweden, where they're like, you know, where they're maybe trying to, you know, do some sacrifices and, and shit? Have you ever seen the Blood Eagle or whatever that thing is, mm. where they, you know, pull? Pull your lungs out of your back and then make you keep breathing. I don't know. There's just a bunch of fucking incredibly weird, horrific shit in that movie. And it's all like the brightest movie you've ever seen. Yeah, it's it's such a overexposed antidote for just a run of the mill horror movie. Yeah, it stands alone as like this is a completely its own aesthetic. Yes. I mean, people point to. You know, obviously, The Wicker Man, it's a similar type of story, pagan cult. Yeah. You know, getting caught up in 
and stuff, but it is it, it has its own aesthetic. It is not like the Wicker Man. Yeah, it's it's its own aesthetic, its own it is its own thing. Yeah. Like it's I've never seen anything like it. It's so unique and interesting and terrifying. Really uh holds the dread and amps amps the uh you know really keeps that tension tight the whole movie. Yeah. The other the other two new movies that you know there was a lot of really good horror movies this year. Yeah, it was great. There there was three Stephen King movies and no, the only, I don't think the I think the only one of which that I was terribly impressed by was Doctor Sleep, but there was also It Chapter 2 and um Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Yeah. And they were both fine. And they're all good. Yeah. But, I mean, not super exciting. Dr. Sleep was on the, you know, surprising part of it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, wow, yeah. That, is, that really, really worked. Um, Great story. The other new one that was really good, and it's almost hard to classify it as a horror movie, was The Lighthouse. Yeah, I did not mention The Lighthouse just because I didn't, I didn't get that feeling of like, oh, this was, this is my favorite. Like, I... I think it's about Nate, you know. Yeah, I mean, me I, and... I gave it an eight too, but I think it's I think it's a really good movie, and it's it's good. It, it's going to stick with you more than a lot of these other movies. Yes, that is that is probably true. It's good, um, and it's interesting, and I respect it. has Has two of the best performances of the year. Oh, in it. yes, absolutely, hands down. I mean, both of those guys, Robert Pattinson and uh, Willem Dafoe, both deserve to be the best actor for yeah. sure both of them and the direction and the i mean just the production design and the choices made with like the aspect ratio and the black and white it's all so unique and done so well and respectfully that it's a great movie not the most enjoyable movie yeah but it's kind of brown this nosy. year <laughs> you know it's like how can I get up on that stage? You know, right? It's like let me do all the things, and if they still don't let me up there, then fuck them. You know. I don't well, know. I mean, it's uh, well, okay. We also reviewed um, his other movie, The Witch. Uh, the Witch, which yeah. is a ten out of ten for me. Like, yeah, that's, ten out of ten, hardcore. That's like one of the best horror movies ever made, yeah. and it's the similar thing where it's like he is so committed. I can't remember his name right now. It's uh, not Ari Aster. It's Robert. Robert Eggers. Robert Eggers is so committed to like historical accuracy <laughs> that it's just really impressive. And it's yeah. not it's not in a way that's like I feel is pretentious. Hammy or pretentious. Yeah, it's like it's very honest, just very committed to the aesthetic yeah. of it to where. It's better because it feels more genuine. Yeah. And that I can say that's true of both The Witch and The Lighthouse. Yeah, it's really strange when, you know, I'm trying to think of a movie that that would be a good uh uh I don't I don't remember exactly how The Patriot worked. You know, I don't remember line for line like what The Patriot was like uh -huh. with Heath Ledger and uh Mel, Mel Gibson. Gibson, but uh I feel like it's a movie where they would use um, uh, dialect from current day dialect and it would just kind of is like, no way, yo. 
<laughs> would work its way into the Patriots somehow, and you'd be like, oh, well, that kind of drew me out a little bit. You you never catch Rog Robert Eggers slipping on that kind of thing. No. You're never going to get anything even close to the dialect of the day. It's right. So I mean, like the witch. Some of the interesting stuff is like it felt really genuine to the period to the point where like the the frame looks like it's lit by candles. You know, yeah. it re feels really dark and genuine. And then in the lighthouse, he extends it to like the equipment that they use yeah where it's yeah. like they're using and the sounds that are happening yeah they're like that using foghorn yeah they're using like lenses from like the turn of the century basically you know yeah to where it's like this is a deep loving commitment right. to to history yeah and then um two movies that i'm just really glad that that i got to review were the invitation uh one of my favorite thrillers uh, yeah. Of all time. And then obviously American Psycho. I just uh, and obviously not a 2019 movie, but uh, definitely my inspiration. And, and for, <laughs> you're just a happy camper. I'm just a happy camper. <laughs> Rocking and a rolling. <laughs> uh, and you got me for Christmas. You got me uh, two tape cassettes of uh, of Huey Lewis in the news. Right. You got me. Um, you got me sports. Which you know is there? That's really when they came into their own, and yeah. then uh, and then you also got me. What's what's the other one? Four, four, which is like my where, personal favorite. Yeah, my personal favorite. So, uh, yeah, and and I made a post on the, on my personal Facebook, and then also on on horror movie talks Facebook, thanking you yeah. and showing those tapes, which I can't play, but it it was touching to me, and thank <laughs> you. That was a very nice, thoughtful Christmas present. Your your Christmas present. Is probably I expended the most effort on. It was the crowning achievement. How did you? Because I came. I I thought of it. Just came to me. I was like, "What if I got David a cassette tape of sports?" I should have actually watched the clip. So here's here's like the full story. I don't think I I told you this yet, but like I. I was like, oh my gosh, I could get him like a cassette tape of Huey Lewis in the news because... Do you like Huey Lewis in the news? I, I know that he's not going to have any way to play it. And it's just enough of an inside joke yeah, that it'll yeah. be hilarious. Yeah. And so I'm like, where can I find a cassette tape? And I, it was like like five days before Christmas. So like Oof. getting eBay a, is out of the eBay out is of the, out, out of, the of the question. Like if I bought it from eBay, it would have taken till like January 8th or something to get. So delivered. how'd you do it? There's a couple like Portland has a really good collection of independent record stores. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And, uh, I knew everyday music had some cassette tapes. They're down there on uh, Burnside, right? Yeah. Right next to and, crystal bar and music millennium. And I, called them and they're like oh we're too busy we're not gonna go check what cassette tapes we have yeah but it might be in there and like actually the likelihood of having huey lewis in the news in a cassette tape collection felt like pretty high pretty high yeah 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 um feels like that was 25 percent of all the cassette tape sales was probably right huey and lewis I, there was there. a there's two independent record stores in vancouver which would have been a lot easier to get to right you know during the holiday holiday season and i called them up and i was like do you have cassette tapes and they're like yeah but they're also kind of 
busy to picked but over. The, but they did check, and I asked specifically, "Do you have Huey Lewis in the News sports?" Because uh-huh. in my mind, that was the one he played. Yeah, when he killed Jake Gyllenhaal. Right. No, um, not Jake Gyllenhaal. Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Yeah, and uh, and so I was on a mission to find sports. Jared Leto, by the way, is in an is in the new Morbius movie, the Marvel Morbius movie coming up in twenty twenty. Very excited for that. Wow. Stay tuned for later in the episode where we talk about that. Go on. So you call them up looking for sports. And none of them have sports. One of them says they have like the uh, the self-titled cassette tape. <laughs> okay. And then one of them has four. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, that sucks. And so I go, I drive like... Go get four. I drive to everyday music in portland because yeah. i'm like i've got to find sports you know it's, it won't be it won't be good if it's not sports and i go and they don't have it there there's a lot of like really interesting tapes that they have but but not sports and like, how much are tapes cassette tapes to buy um well at everyday music they range from 50 cents to like 250 or something like that um and then I was like, well, maybe if I got like a LP and I went to the record section and they had four uh, and I was like, I was looking at the back. I was like, maybe they didn't have sports though. Look at the back. And I realized that they on four was the song. Yeah. Which was hip to be square. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. And so I pulled up the YouTube clip. I was like, God damn it. Because he talks a lot about sports. Yeah. But then he just says, like, this right. is my favorite, though. And then he yeah, but yeah. play. Yeah. And so I was like, God damn it. It is hip to be square. And so I'm like, well, that one in Vancouver said they had four. I got to go get it from there. So I drove back. And I realized, like, taking the bus to Portland to work when I do go into Portland has spoiled me because I cannot stand traffic now. Like, I used to be able to just be totally zen. But sitting in an hour of traffic just drove me up the walls. Fucking nuts. Anyways, went to Vancouver to the to one of the stores and found the one that had four. And they also had sports. They just like didn't know. Ah, uh, yeah. So, sports has a real busy cover. Yeah. It's hard to it's hard to see even if it's named sports. So I bought sports and four from from uh seventeen oh nine records in in Vancouver, which is right next to I Like Comics. Hey, there you go. Oh, yeah, I know that place. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah, shout out to them. If you guys want to support them, head on down to 1709 Records mm. uh, in downtown Vancouver, Washington. It's right next to I Like Comics, a comic book store, and support them and tell them Horror Movie Talk sent you <laughs> and that you would like them to sponsor Horror Movie Talk. I'm deadly serious about this. <laughs> Reverse sponsorship could be a way that we get some traction. Right. If you really like cassette tapes, they are the way to go. They do now have they, a ton of records, though. They have a ton of records and, and uh, CDs. It's a really good curated little record store. But anyways, I I bought them there. I got them back home. And then I watched the clip again, and he uses a fucking CD player. I'm like, God damn it! Why did I think it was a tape the whole time? And why did I think it was? Well, a tape is tape. He does use a Walkman. Yeah, he does use movie. a Walkman. In the so movie. you would assume that he probably also has those albums on cassette tape. Obviously. I'm just gonna say, yeah, no, yeah. Um. So with that, let's let's talk about 
us. So you guys, if you want to support the podcast, if you've made it this far, oh, I thought you meant the movie us. If you no, hell no, I don't, I don't, I didn't really care too much about us. Yeah, there's a couple movies that I thought I would care about yeah, more, no. and like as time goes on, I'm like, meh. Nah. That was like us, Pet Cemetery, it yeah. chapter two, or like, yeah, meh. they're they're good, they're fine, they're like kind of tent poles of the horror genre yeah. this year, but. There's there's better movies. Oh yeah, especially it chapter two really um really didn't didn't not doesn't have the staying power over time yeah. in my head. So if you guys would like to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash horror movie talk, and uh, and from there you can choose a uh, a tier to support us, and uh, if you choose the right tier, you can even get access to a whole nother podcast that we produce specifically for our Patreon members. And this is all exclusive content. There's a bunch of other exclusives available over there, so check it out. You can also support the podcast by buying or renting any movie or product on Amazon if you click through the green button in the header of our website, horrormovietalk.com. You bookmark that button, make all your, you know, all your spending, all your purchases through that link and you'll be supporting the show with every dollar that you spend um you can also support the show by heading on over to shutter.com that's s-h-u-d-d-e-r.com and uh, sign up for their service which is a uh, it's it's like the netflix of horror it's uh, except it's shutter and uh, and so it's just a bunch of streaming horror movies i just got done watching watching haunt which was I just had a great time watching it. It was like Hellfest, but good. And um, and so you guys head over there, enter HMT at checkout to get a 30-day free trial instead of that fucking seven-day free trial that we would like to lynch, but we can't because it's just a it's just a thought. So uh, also, if you'd like to support our resident artist Dustin Goebel, you can by going to Instagram and checking him out at at d g o e b e l zero zero uh and uh he is a professional artist who fucks hard he also takes commissions for artwork from hmt fans so you can head on over there and be like hey dustin i'd really like to see i'd really like to see um patrick bateman um having sex with a watermelon and then Dustin would tell you how much money that would cost, and then he would draw it for you, or uh, you know something, something along. You'd come to some sort of amiable. It conclusion. doesn't have to be sexual. No, but it definitely should be. And uh, so when you when you tell him to draw you something, and you pay him uh, nicely for that, you tell him that HMT sent you. So go ahead um, and do all those things because it will support us in 2020, so that we can you know. Keep producing great content for free for you guys. You're welcome very much. So thanks again for supporting the show. And let's get into episodes that treated us well over the 2019 year. The Yeah, I looked at the stats for some of these episodes and I was like blown away. Yeah. Like I had no idea because I haven't looked back very far for a while. Um, it's really interesting what... I feel what what happens is people discover us. They're like, "Oh, this is a horror movie podcast." They just reviewed this new release. Like I'm, like, okay, Black Christmas 2019 review. Like, who's yeah. reviewing that? Not many people, probably. And uh, oh, 
horror movie talk. And they're like, well, what else have they reviewed? And they go back through the back catalog and they find movies that they like to hear what we say about them. Mm -hmm. And so it feels like that's where a lot of the downloads come from. Yeah, maybe. It's hard to know. It's a lot of speculation to to figure any of that out. I tell you what, there's two different uh, and there's two different metrics, right? Right. There's stuff that does well on the site, mm -hmm. and then there's stuff that does well for in the pot in the downloads. Right. And sometimes there's crossover. And a lot of times there is crossover. Yes. Um, by far the most uh, the most trafficked pages that we have are Keith's blogs. Right. By a wide margin, um, Keith. He that that kid knows how to write a compelling blog that people want to read. Right. But if we're going and and so of those, I think probably the most um, the best, the, the one that did best for the site was um, the Pet Cemetery original versus remake. Uh -huh. um, and then like terrified, the terrified post has just done very well in Google. Yeah, it's, um, the, it's the, our top top page for a while now since we got slapped by Google. <laughs> like, well, it's, it was our top page even before that. It was in, in the middle of the summer. Um, it was yeah, just cranking it out. Terrified did, did really well, and it also got a ton of downloads yeah. as well. Yeah, Us also did really well. Lots of people... Us was one of those movies that people really wanted to talk about and yeah. listen about, li like, hear all the different... Because it's not blatantly obvious all the, all the themes that it's touching on and doing, so... Um, so us tended to do well, both in downloads and in, on, on the website. Yeah. Um, evil dead. Yeah. This was one that surprised me. It Fucking was like, killing it. Kind of a sleeper. Evil like, dead 2013. Yeah. Like it's our second most downloaded episode. Yeah. And it felt like such like a, like, ah, we'll cover you evil dead 2013. Yeah. It was just like, it was, um, one of our patrons requested it or something like that, or somebody requested it. Right. It's like not even the original or like the original sequels. It's just 2013. And it's the second most downloaded episode. Yeah. It's and, and our first most downloaded episode is a real left fielder to me. Right. Like, why why is child's play 2019 so why is that episode so popular right that is our most downloaded episode got like twice the downloads that anything else has bar none but why <laughs> i don't I, I don't know i think it was featured on spotify or something <laughs> like specifically that episode got featured on spotify or know, but even then like it doesn't explain why it's so high in blueberry because blueberry doesn't count those downloads it's a crazy thing child's play 2019 did you guys love that episode was that like do you remember that fondly i don't i recorded it and i don't remember it yeah that one that one was a surprise one for me um yeah both child's play episodes did really well yeah they sure did um and a lot of the episodes that are kind of along our taste i think it's kind of encouraging that there's plenty of people that have the have similar, yeah. you know, aesthetics, yeah. as us to where they appreciate the episode, the movies that we appreciate more. So some of those are Midsummer did really well, The Witch, um, yeah, The Witch did just bonkers, yeah, The Lighthouse, like all those kind of. We found out early on, like 
and I'm I'm not sure how how true it is anymore, but it felt like the art house new release movies. People just label us that are kind of our wheelhouse. Yeah, they go. These are the hereditary witch guys, right? And which I'm fine with. Yeah, but how did that happen? Is it just because we're like, yeah, like we just laud their. That we just praise praise those movies a lot, or well, I mean, Hereditary is the reason why we started the podcast. We said a, that several times. That is true. Like, there's it's kind of the impetus for the podcast where there's a lot of really really good horror movies like getting made right now um, that are outside like the the conjuring universe (laughs) (laughs) well said yeah no kidding so um yeah i think uh, those those episodes do really well um some of them people don't really care about piercing like i thought would have been one of those and no one cared about it and nobody cared about piercing nobody nobody cared about our grab bag episode yeah, I or, think or any of the episodes like this one right, right. now. This one is probably not going to get that many downloads. Oh, nobody will give a shit. I don't know. I don't know why that is. I don't know. It it bums me out a little bit because you know, listen to go back to the twenty to to early like episode fourteen ish, and listen to our top five. Like our like our tastes in horror. I think is is yeah. what the episode is is uh, is called, and it gives you like. It gives you an intro to horror movie talk and our like Bryce's preferences and mine. Yeah, I mean that's a real. I thought that people do not listen to those. I think, I think part of it is like a testament to the format. Yeah, I think the format that we developed is works pretty well in terms of like there's an out. I've had several people mention that exact thing to me recently, where they'll be like. Yeah, the reason I like the reason I can tell you guys are doing better is because you is because like you're you're better at the format. Like you're like the structure you have is tight. Right. And that's what I like. I don't like I don't like people just blabbing about bullshit. Yeah, like now. Well, but we're not I mean th- this is this is this is better than just blabbing about bullshit. Right. I mean it's this still, is pretty focused. It's yeah, I mean the more unstructured podcasts where it's like not yeah. it's outside of the template yeah is uh not as appreciated as much because it's harder to get in and i don't know yeah there's not a hook yeah even when you think about very popular podcasts that you that you think oh well there's no template there like the joe rogan show you go oh there's no template there he's just interviewing people well yeah that's the template the right. template is him being like a very good interviewer who asks interesting questions that you want to know. Right. And also there's an element of like, you know, kind of an introductory period for the episode. I'm sure they're like checking up on the staff and like doing updates and like checking, you know, viral videos and stuff. And then they get into the interview. No, no. Joe Rogan is just straight into it every time. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there are other podcasts like right. w- w- your mom's house that, yeah, there there's a there's segments, you know, right. it's like a radio show. Right. Where, yeah, we got the segment where we're uh, how did how did Josh Potter? Who did he fuck? You know, right. <laughs> I still haven't I still haven't watched Dr. Drew's um, 
interview with uh, Robert Paul Champagne. Robert Paul Champagne. I got to watch that. Have um, you watched most of it? Or no, I was just starting it. See, now it we're just in. shooting the shit. Yeah, uh, that happens. So the this the unstructured episodes. It's kind of a catch twenty two because the people that are patrons say they really like the afterpod, like even more than the podcast. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that a couple times. It's a little more unstructured. It's a little more just like conversational. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> any of those types of episodes that we do where it's more unstructured and conversational, people don't want to hear. Because I think it's it's harder to get into if you're a new listener. Maybe we come up with a structure for the Patreon. You know, a, a, an unstructured structure, you know, kind of. Anyway. Um yeah, the other other episodes that people did not care for, people did not want to hear about Kuso, even the Flying Lotus himself, the director and producer of the movie, tweeted back at us about that movie. Right. Still, he no responded. One, no one gave one shit. Yeah. Um, I think he LOL, didn't he? Yeah, he no, he made an he gave us an emoji. Oh, that's right. The yeah. laughing emoji. Yeah, he but it's unfortunate because you reviewed that one, you give it like a 2 and I I gave it like an 8. Yeah. And uh and so he just saw the two and was like fuck you guys emoji. Like here's an eggplant. Um yeah, and the other one was same week Tetsuo the Iron Man. Uh people did not uh... Yeah, for good reason. That's a god awful movie. Well, that and there's just not much to say about it. Yeah. What are you going to say about? Oh, this is a guy. He's got uh, uh, he's got metal. He's, there's yeah. all kinds of stuff. And then it explodes. His just like, penis is a drill. Yeah. He's got a drill penis. Save your time watching the movie and just go down to a scrapyard yeah. and watch like a, a metal shredder. Yeah, lick the... Eat, eat metal. Lick all the metal. A little, little taste. Get a little taste of that. Yeah, um, so those that was kind of the stuff that people didn't care for. It just didn't do too well. Uh, what are... what? We are most excited for in 2020. Um, let's let's intro this with. Uh, uh, oh no, I don't have anything to intro with this with. So because uh, I lost my board. Um, so do you have anything that you're particularly excited about for 2020? Um. Yeah, I think a lot of these that you have written down are are going to be really interesting. Candyman, uh, Jordan Peele's. Candyman yeah. should be good. One a year, man. Jordan Peele's just cranking. Yeah. Um, the Grudge, not super excited about. I've, I've never seen the original. So, I mean, I don't really have a frame of reference, but. I you should. That. It's 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 a very worthwhile movie. Um, For a PG-13, it, it really gets in there. Quiet Place 2 is a little interesting to me, but it's it feels like a sequel that doesn't need to be made. Yeah, it kind of does, doesn't it? It feels, I don't know, Quiet Place worked so well, I'll, I'll buy it's lonesome. I think The Invisible Man could be really interesting. Oh, The Invisible Man looks great. What an interesting take on The Invisible Man. Yeah. Um, do you, do you want to describe, do you want to describe kind of the trailer? Um, well, starring Elizabeth Moss, which you might know from Mad Men or Handmaiden's Tale. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, she has that perpetually surprised look on her face, like, oh no, or like, or like, uh, or maybe like put upon, like, oh, they're coming at me kind of thing. Um, it's, it's basically like an abusive boyfriend that dies and then she 
kind of realizes that he's not dead. He's actually alive, just invisible, just, and stalking her. Just watch her all the time. Yeah, and that's <laughs> pretty awesome. I mean, the the Invisible Man, um, I think there's kind of like two versions of the Invisible Man, like the the original stories. There's one where the Invisible Man is very bad. There's one where it's like the Invisible Man just invisible. He's yeah. Like, oh, this sucks. I'm invisible. Oh, I'm invisible now. Um, You'd think it would be sweet because the lady showers, but as it turns out, I just want to be hugged. <laughs> um, antlers looks pretty good. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I've just seen dribs and drabs about antlers, but it seems like one of those ones that people are prematurely excited for, uh, like Tusk. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of named similarly. I'm just I'm just a little standoffish after Tusk. Tusk was such a tremendous letdown. I've heard a lot about The Lodge. Yeah. But I still don't know why anyone's super excited about it. Just looks kind of like kind of a normal run-of-the-mill menacing movie mm. in a house. Um, I'll tell you what. I'm I, there. There's... Uncut Gems is not... I don't think it's a horror movie. I think it may be a thriller, or it may just be... It's like a drama. It's a out drama. Right now too. It's not 2020. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I um, I went to A24's website, and uh, they said it was being released in 2020, so I mm. so I put it on here. But uh, yeah, Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler looks like, just in terms of just a good movie, it uh-huh. looks like fabulous. It looks really good. I... I have always enjoyed Adam Sandler doing serious roles. I think he's great at it, and he doesn't get enough shots at it. Although most of the shots he gets, he makes himself, so that's probably his own fault. Um, <laughs> you know, Adam Sandler gets a lot of hate for for good reason. Oh yeah, Let's sure. Say like Jack and Jill, and like those movies are just patently yeah. terrible. Yeah, but like he's actually not as bad as people. Oh, give he's... him credit for like I I watched some of his Netflix movies and like they're not great, but they are enjoyable. Yeah, like he is funny and like you 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 don't sleep on Adam Sandler. Like he oh, is dude. actually very talented. Yes, he's and super funny. talented. Um, he's super he's talented. Just pumping it out at such a pace that it's not like it's not like he's putting a lot of love and care into it. Yeah. But he's like he's got a motor and he's creating content. Yeah. Yeah, Adam Sandler, and let's not sleep on perhaps, I mean, well, definitely the best Adam Sandler movie ever made, Punch Drunk Love. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's one of my favorite movies It's of one of my time. favorite movies of all time, too. Did we just become best friends? Yup. Yup. Yeah, and then as I said earlier, Morbius, uh, if you're not familiar with Morbius, he is uh, the Marvel Universe's answer to vampires. So uh, Jared Leto is going to play Morbius in the 2020 release of Morbius. And it, lo- <sighs> Sorry. And it looks very much like Blade. It looks like a uh, new Blade movie coming out, which is, in my opinion, awesome. I've been missing Blade and all of his cantankerous goings on for a long time. And Morbius uh, could be could be a badass movie. Can I just say I kind of hate Jared Leto? <laughs> Why? I just don't like that guy. He seems so uh, pretentious. Oh well, you know. I don't know. 
Oh, well, you know. Like, Good, not great. His, I mean, I, one of my favorite movies of all time is Requiem, Requiem for a Dream. Okay. And he's great in that. And then ever since, it's like... Uh... Oh, and, you know, American Psycho and uh, uh, everything else. Jared Leto has not, is not a bad actor. He's a great actor. You just don't like... You don't like how pretty he is. No, it's not that. It's like, did you actually like his Joker? In, um, uh... I didn't. It didn't bother me. Like, I mean, if you're comparing it to all the other Jokers, it was pretty good. You yeah, know, it bothered me like on a meta level. Like it bothered me. that Was it his decision? Like, here's what I don't get. Like, how can he be held responsible for a character he plays in a movie? Like. They made that character for him to play. Yeah, I mean, he's like, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll develop my why I dislike Jared Leto so much, but he bothers me. I'm and like, and like, I did. I wasn't crazy about Suicide Squad. I wasn't like, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it though. Yeah. I, I don't like. And then like this new this new movie with um, Harley Quinn, the Harley Quinn movie, whatever that long title is. Uh-huh. I'm pretty excited for that. I'm not gonna lie. Like, she's a good looking lady, and I'll watch her do all kinds of stuff as a good looking lady. Yeah. Um. um one more. The, one more yeah. movie to watch out for from A24 coming out in 2020 is going to be Saint. Mod, which is kind of a self-flagellation, like a uh, flagellation. Flagellation. How do you say it? <laughs> flagellation. Flagellation. Yeah, so close. Flagellation is farty. Yeah, I know what flagellation is, but uh-huh. I just thought. So you thought you always thought that self-flagellation was just someone smelling their own farts. Yeah. Well, I mean that is self-flagellation <laughs> and self-flagellation. Sure. Uh, so A twenty four is putting out this Saint Mod and this this girl's trying to save. Uh, save the soul of the woman she is uh, is kind of in charge of g- giving elderly care for, and uh, she seems to have the power of God on her side, and it's looks fuck. God seems creepy in this movie. So, um, one that I just saw the trailer for last night was Antebellum. Actually, looks really interesting. I'm not familiar with this. Um, it looks kind of like a time travel esque, like dimensional shifting movie where uh, people are getting transported to and from pre Civil War mm. um, America South, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It's it looks promising. A couple other ones that uh, to watch out for. Um, Underwater's coming up. We'll probably have a review on that one. I'm not, not super excited, I'm not about, excited about, about it. Excited about that. Um, the color color That's got out Kristen of, Stewart in it, doesn't it? Yeah, color out of space is coming up in January with Nick Cage. That might be really interesting. That's a HP Lovecraft yeah. adaptation. Um, the turning uh, will might be kind of a tentpole one. It's a retelling of the turning of the screw, uh, which is a kind of a English haunt uh, story. Yeah. Yeah. That one does look pretty good. The turning. Yeah. The yeah. turning of the screw. Uh, Gretel and Hansel. I've heard some pretty good things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's by the director of the black coat's daughter, which is pretty good. It's yeah. Not- black coat's daughter was a, was a, uh, yeah, I watched that as well. And it was uh, it was kind of mental illness 
was front and center on that one. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um mentioned Invisible Man, St. Maud. Um the new mutants will supposedly get released this year, which is huh. the, <laughs> the horror take on uh, no, it's not. mutants. No, it's not. And this is I'm just gonna go ahead and give the hot take that this is gonna be hot garbage. Oh yeah. It's gonna be bad. They've they've pushed this back for I think years now. I think it was supposed to come out in 2018. I didn't even like Old Man Logan. So many people were like, "Oh man, Logan's great." I'm like, no, it's not. Um, so that it'll be like the remainder of Fox's like petering out of yeah. X Men quality yeah. movies. Um, sad, sad. What's what's been done to X Men? I feel just feel so sorry for it. A couple more uh, Conjuring things. There's a uh, Insidious: The Dark Realm comes out next year conjuring three conjuring three uh halloween kills comes out next october i had movies that i was excited for bryce not just every fucking movie for 2020 well it's not every movie it's that's these are the big ones not the ones i'm excited the color of madness is another hb lovecraft that uh adaptations coming out starring Barbara Crampton. <gasps> oh, that'll be bad. <laughs> There's something about her that just bad follows her around after Reanimator, I guess. She was in Reanimator, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then Terrifier 2 comes out. Ooh, it's a spooky clown. He cuts people in half. Yeah. So anyways, those are some 2020 horror movies to look have, forward have to. You, have you gotten to watch uh, Terrifier yet? Mm, no. No. Okay. okay. I, apparently that... The director or writer of that is like is like a convicted felon for something real bad. Oh, like child porn or something. I I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Wow. But I I know in our horror that's like, can we actually enjoy Terrifier still? Yeah, that's and, gross. Yeah, I don't know if you got me tooed or something. Jesus Christ. Um, well, uh, let's move on to our final segment, 2020 resolutions. I'm going to, my first resolution is I'm going to weigh less (laughs) next year than I do right now. Okay. All right. So by the end of 2020, I will weigh at least slightly less than I do right now. I call that the holding pattern resolution because that's all it's meant to do. It's not meant to go crazy. Okay. All right. And then uh, I want uh, I want a sponsor for this show. I want another one. I want a a serious sponsor. Let's let's fuck around shit. None this like kind of here, kind of there shit. I'm talking about a serious sponsor for the show, and I think that means approaching horror themed retailers and asking them if they'd like to sponsor the show. What do you think that means? Is that your best guess at, at, at where sponsorship would come from as well? Yeah, I think. Um like an actual live read type of sponsor is going to be from our own efforts. Like it's going to be like, yeah. we have to approach right. Yes. People that we can visit in person. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a couple retailers in Portland that might make sense Yeah. to do that. <coughs> Maybe get a sponsor from hot topic. Oh, Oh, national dang. brand. Dude, that'd be so cool. I'd pump all their terrible shirts because I love terrible shirts. Um, yeah, a sponsor would be great. I think uh, to back that up, um, kind of the 
the overarching theme is to get our downloads to a point where it's kind of the table stakes for yeah. like well, actual I'm, sponsors. There's there's kind of a we're moving there. Pretty there's quick. kind of a number. We're about halfway there on some of the episodes, um, to where, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think we want to give out the exact numbers, but um, we're doing. There's like a download number within 45 days. It's kind of like the the you're not really taken seriously until you get to this point. Yeah. I mean, we're already doing a better than a lot of podcasts. We're like in the top quartile already in terms yeah. of downloads. Um, but getting into that upper, like 10, five, 10 percentile. Yeah. Um, so there's that. I think new year's resolution is to claw our way back up in organic traffic to the site. Yeah. Like, uh, getting some of those, some of that traffic that dropped off um and just continue continuing growing i think that's like the the major goal is like as long as we're seeing an upward trend we're happy yeah and that would really suck if we started seeing a downward trend do you have any personal resolutions um personal resolutions i got a bomb coming at you um i don't know i haven't given it much thought mm. i mean always like yeah I lose weight but i'm i mean don't have a lot of success with that. <laughs> Neither does anyone really. But um, yeah, I mean that. Um, I'll go the Adam route and I'll just say my my New Year's resolution is to drink more water. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, you should prop like you don't want to make like a like one that's going to be a challenge though. You know, like fart less or something like that. Mm, uh, I think you should probably say fart less. Fart less. Yeah. Sure. That'd be a good one. I'd just appreciate it a lot. It's okay. a small room. Right. Um, so mine, my big one is going to be, uh, is going to be, you know, vasectomy. Get some surgery done on my ball sack. I thought you already did that. Yeah. I've been talking about it, thinking about it. I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just one of those things where I don't want like guys near my ball bag, you know? Yeah. I just feel like maybe, like maybe don't, maybe don't cut it or touch it unless, you yeah. know. Maybe just just touch it in a loving way, like that would be nice. I but it's scary. Are you me. asking me right now? You're kind of looking in my eyes as you're saying it. It's kind of well, odd. Just this is kind of an open. This is an open invitation to anyone, really. No, but uh, but yeah. So I got to get the I got to get the boys kind of snippy snippy snapped. Got to get that done. I'm scared of it. I need words of encouragement from our audience. Um, I think you need a third kid. My, my balls. I think you need a third baby. No, dude. Th this is the problem with that. I would. I would like. I would like a third kid. I'd like a fourth kid, to be honest with you. But uh, I don't like. Pregnancy is rough on yeah. Carrie. Yeah. And last time, you know, after after uh, Emma was born, it was touch and go. It was. It was not a good time for Carrie, and uh, I just don't think. Just don't think it's a good idea for her health. See, that's the thing. Like, once you have one of those where it's the worst, like, the ones after are usually okay. It's like, well, it wasn't as bad as that one. Well, that's an easy thing to say with a with a sample set of three, but uh -huh. that's not that's potentially very untrue. You know, in <laughs> in, in other cases, there's plenty of cases where people have had a bad time and then died after that bad time. Sure. <laughs> I mean, the only reason you don't hear about those is because those people are dead, which is a pretty good reason. So I've got to get my ball bag snipped. And with that, 
Um, that's pretty much the episode for today. I'm going to leave you guys with a 10 minute clip of what I consider to be my personal crowning achievement for 2019, which is the first iteration of the new game that we thought up in 2019, Horror or Porno. So here is our clip from Horror or Porno uh, from the Ready or Not episode. This was with Aaron, Bryce's beautiful wife, playing uh, as one of the contestants as well. You guys have a great 2020. We love you very, very much. And uh, and uh, keep on trucking. Bye bye. Bye. Do you have a music I, for this? I don't have an intro, but <laughs> I I I was thinking maybe we could do something on a slide whistle. Here, Aaron, play our intro for horror or porno. Forget all the slobber on mm-hmm. that. That's fine. Oh. That gave me a tromboner. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, so horror movie or porno. I'm going to play a clip, a sound bite, and you guys have to guess whether it is a horror movie, whether that clip is from a horror movie, or a porno. Extra points if you guess which movie or porno it is from. Are you keeping keeping track so we can... So it'll be me against Aaron, right? I think you uh, you should keep track. Okay, I'll keep track. What? I feel like I've already lost. <laughs> what? <laughs> Excuse me? What are you trying to say, lady? Okay, so... So how many clues are there? We got uh, we got seven, seven clips. Seven clips, okay. Okay, so first clip. Here we go. <gasps> it burns! Okay, was that a horror movie or a porno? Should we write down our guesses? No, you can just tell me. Okay, I think that that's probably a horror movie. Okay. I felt like I heard some demon sounds in there. Okay. Do you have any idea what, what horror movie that might be? Um, is it The Exorcist? Ooh, okay, now Aaron. Um, I, I think it's going to be a horror movie too, but... You know, what's that rule on the internet of, is it rule, rule 34? Yeah, rule 34. I mean, I guess there's kind of an intersection of both horror, there's a porn element to it's horror. It's very anyway. hard to tell. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, the screaming, I think, is more terrified, so I'm yeah. going to say horror. Okay. Um, you're both wrong. That was a, that was a porno. Oh, this is this is from a porno called Buffy the Vampire Lair. That's uh, she was she's being burned. Um, so so I'm sorry, no points awarded on on that Dang one. It. So here's the here is the second clip. Is that a horror movie or a porno, Bryce? <laughs> I think I think that's a porno. Oh, okay. And uh and Aaron? <laughs> um, 
I think it's. I also think it's a porno, but I don't know. I could be wrong. Oh, okay. So we're both saying porno. Yeah. Yeah. Porn. I'm. I'm really sorry. That was Rosemary's baby. <laughs> <laughs> she was. She's spanking that baby. Yeah, it wasn't being good. It was <laughs> devil, it's the devil spawn. Okay, so no points so far in this game. Um, so here we go. A third clip: horror movie or porno? Okay, Bryce, was that a horror movie or a porno movie? Um, well, this one, I'm pretty sure I know the actual answer to, because I think I sent you this clip. This uh, this should be... I didn't use anything from those, those clips. This should be a horror movie. Okay. It should be City of the Damned. Okay, that's okay. a good guess. There's definitely, a, there's definitely a parallel. Okay. Yeah. I think if it was cut like one second sooner... <laughs> I definitely would have said porno. Uh-huh. Just because that gurgle at the end, I think, is a little more horror. I think that's <laughs> what it sounds like. But but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say horror. You guys are really bad at this game. Um, <laughs> that was a that was a porno. This is uh, that was the hills have thighs. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So still nobody on the board. <laughs> okay. Anybody's game still for sure. You know, I I think if we keep answering the same, Aaron, no one's gonna win. Okay, so here we go. Uh, the fourth clip uh, is this a horror or a porno? God, she's a boy. Hmm. So, uh, what do you say? Is that a uh, is that a horror movie or a porno? I think it would be weird for pornos to feature fully diminished chords in the music. So, I'm going to say horror. Wow, coming in hot with these with this music knowledge. <laughs> well, I actually know the answer to this one. Okay, because I've seen this movie before. It's a porno. Oh, and it should be, um. Dude, where's my pussy? Oh, oh, boy, you're really close. Bryce on the board with a point. It is yes. it is a porno, but it's not Dude, Where's My Pussy. Oh. It is, this is from Phil Bill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, fifth clip. We got Bryce on the board with a point. Oh, okay. Fifth clip. Is this a horror movie or a porno? Okay, Bryce, was that a horror movie or a porno? What, what did he say in the clip? Put it back in there, bitch. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> violence against women. Whoa, no. Um, no, it's there's no violence. 
Um, I mean, unless it's a horror movie. Yeah, I just tell whenever we're having sexy times, I tell Aaron to just put a bag in her mouth. <laughs> oh, God. That's like an integral part of of making love. <laughs> so was that a horror movie or a porno? Um, I'm gonna say that's gotta be a porno. Yeah, that's a porno. Oh, okay. No, I mean, I'm. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen this movie too. But that is a that is a horror movie. That's hocus pocus. <laughs> about time to show that one to the kids i love this game (laughs) i love this (sighs) okay here we go uh sixth clip we got bryce on the board with one point is this a horror movie or a porno just back it up against the wall you heard him back it up (laughs) don't make us put some pain on you pain how dare you use that word? He's got pins in his head. What do you think of this pain? It's only a shadow. Pain has a face. Allow me to show it to you. Gentlemen. I am pain. Okay, was that a horror movie or a porno? I'm going to say horror movie. Um, I heard jingle bells in it. Another one that I think I've seen before. Okay. I'm pretty sure this is a porno, and I think it's um, You Have the Right to Remain Anal. Oh, wow. That's a really good guess. A lot of production value on on that title. And I would like to mention also, I'm sorry, Aaron. I know this is your first time on the show. You really... You do got to do a little bit better on this game, though, because Bryce had just got another point. Oh, it geez. is it is a uh, a porno. It's actually Pandora's box. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you've seen this one before, Bryce? Uh, this sounds. I've seen the trailer. Seventh clip. Here we go. <laughs> Horror movie or porno? Uh, tell me, I'm a dirty little slut. Mm, a dirty little cock whore. I love stroking your dick, feeling him grow even harder and thicker in my hands. Looking at the beautiful tip, just right there, tempting me, making my mouth water. Oh, God. Oh, I love stroking your fucking cock. Mm. Okay, was that oh, a horror movie? Stop. Was that a horror movie or a porno? Oh my gosh. That is a porno. That is audio from pornos taken out of context are so hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um I think it's it just tells you like the the shit we put up with. Yeah. To yeah. I mean, that people put up the with research, to watch porn. The research, I mean, that that I ha- the research that I had to do to get this game together, it was substantial. Like, I put <laughs> a lot of elbow grease into this. Um, I mean, that has to be a porno. 
And uh, and you already said you, because, you think that's a point. I mean, yeah. I, if you just break it down, she's talking about his cock and like very specifically rubbing it and making I can, it harder. I mean, part I mean it doesn't sound like a metaphor. Part of this, part of making this game competitive is finding clips that could be either, right? You know, so I can really see how you might think that, you know, her talking about his cock and all that. Oh, and, come on. This is a, this is definitely a porno. I'm, that's, this is actually Scream 4. <laughs> So with that, uh, I think uh, I think. Oh, she was talking about it was a meta commentary because Courtney Cox was in it. Right? No, that's absolutely that's that's accurate. <laughs> oh, I didn't you, even think of that. Now, see, if you'd have guessed that before, you'd have gotten the extra point because you just, yeah, you. Yeah. All right. Well, well, I still won. I got two. Bryce comes out the winner. Uh, Congratulations! Hooray! Yay. Good job, Bryce. Oh, what a what a fun game that was. 